Hi guys, welcome to another episode of The Whiskey Consultant. Today we're going to be talking about the Infinity Bottle Project. We're also going to be doing a tasting review of my Infinity Bottle. So if you're ready to learn, get those whiskey glasses out because class is now in session. Hi guys, welcome to The Whiskey Consultant. I'm your host, Susie Lee. I'm recording this from the beautiful Mile High City of Denver. I hope everybody is having a great week so far. So the Infinity Bottle Project, it kind of has started to blow up the internet. Now that people are stuck at home and nowhere to really go, a lot of whiskey enthusiasts, a lot of spirit enthusiasts are getting into the art of making their own Infinity Bottle. It's called an Infinity Bottle because the possibilities are infinite and also because once you start the bottle, whatever you started with is going to kind of stick around for a while. So you will always have a few drops of your first bottle. So it's also called a Solaria bottle, which is a living bottle. And the whole concept of the Infinity Bottle is to make your own blend. And this is really a lot of fun and I can't believe this hasn't been a concept before, but it's kind of blown up in the social media. People on Instagram and TikTok are kind of making their own versions. And like I said, now with COVID and everybody's stuck at home, people are trying to find new ways to occupy themselves. And I think the Infinity Bottle is a great project. If you are a collector or you have a few bottles lying around, you do need more than two or three, I would say. But start from three or four and work your way up. The whole point is that every time you take a little out, put something else in. So if you happen to get a new bottle, put a couple of jiggers or a jigger of that bourbon into your bottle and see what it does for it. So there are kind of really sophisticated ways to go about it, and there are really not so sophisticated ways to go about it. There are people who recommend staying in the genre of what you started with. So if you started with, say, American whiskey like mine, then you stay in the American whiskey. You can also add rye if you like. I stayed with bourbon and American whiskeys on mine, but a lot of people are doing a rye whiskey bourbon thing, which I think is kind of cool. If you're going to stay with scotch, make sure you stay with the flavors. Don't pick something with a lot of peat or don't add something with um, too much peat that's going to overpower your blend. And maybe don't mix up your whiskeys. So maybe don't do Irish and Canadian together or maybe don't do Irish and bourbon together because who knows how that might turn out. So it's kind of just a how is this going going to taste towards the end of it kind of experiment, which is also a lot of fun. And being a person who is extremely curious, I find this project very fascinating. And I wanted to start doing it a couple of years ago, but I never wound up with an empty bottle that I really wanted to use. So this year I made one and it was kind of a coincidence that the one of the first allocated bourbons I ever bought in Denver wound up being my bottle for the use of my infinity bottle. So my first bottle of allocated bourbon I ever bought here was Eagle Rare, which is my favorite. 
And then I used bourbons that meant something to me. It wasn't that it necessarily um, was what I was going for, but it kind of wound up that way because a lot of my bourbons were gifted to me. A lot of my bourbons I got by really good chances. And so for me, it's a memory bottle as well as an infinity bottle. And I was really scared going in. I didn't know kind of where to start. I just read all these articles, watched a couple of YouTube videos and decided it's really about making your own recipe. So it was two parts of this, one part of that, three parts of this. It was mostly what I liked and what I really enjoyed the most based off of what this might taste with this. It kind of was a lot of fun thinking about the formula in my head. I kind of thought about it for about a week or so, kind of going through what I wanted to do with the ratios. So for me, I decided to wait until I had a good collection set up. I have about 15 to 18 different bourbons on my shelf. And so I really wanted to utilize every one of them. And maybe that's really not how you start out. I think you start out with what you got. And most people have three or four bottles lying around. But for me, I wanted to wait until I had a good collection. And I really wanted to make a full bottle. So the... Um, concept is that you kind of leave some room at the top so you can keep adding more bourbons or whatever you know you're going to add and it keeps changing. Um, I did read an article on Whiskey Advocate about the Infinity Bottle Project and they said to kind of wait 12 hours after you add every one of your uh, pours in and that just wasn't going to happen with me. Um, so I did. I wanted to wait at least overnight, but I couldn't even wait till at least overnight to try mine. And it does taste a lot different than it did a month ago. And a month ago, it tasted a lot different than it did back in the end of June when I made this bottle. So I made this bottle at the end of June, which is actually very fitting because around this time, it's been a year since I've lived in Denver. So the first bottle I ever bought wound up being the uh, kind of year celebration of being here. And I thought it was a lot of fun and a little bit of a good coincidence. So I used uh, pretty much everything in my collection. There were a couple I left off because I knew the, uh, the flavor profile of it might overpower, but I'm thinking about adding in the 1920 now that I know how this thing is kind of going or where this thing is kind of going because I think it would actually be very complimentary. I was afraid the 1920 would overpower everything, but now that I've tasted it again, it's really a lot even more complex than I tasted it the first time. The first time, it was pretty straightforward. You could kind of pick out every bourbon I poured in and and maybe it was because I knew what was in there, but I could pick out the Pinhook. I could pick out the Oak and Eden. I could pick out the David Nicholson. And now it really just tastes like a nice kind of medium to high-end range bourbon. I'm not just saying that because I made it. But it's really nice. It's very drinkable. The nose on it is a lot different from the nose on it when I first smelled it, when I first made it. At first, it was just your basic vanilla, caramel, oak, a lot of 
oak up front, but now it's really mellowed out and kind of blended together, and it's got a lot of great citrus up front. Uh, it did have citrus in the first month that I tried it, but it has more up front now. A lot of butterscotch, a lot of caramel, a lot of brown sugar, and definitely some mint in the back as well. There was a lot of that in the first try, but they're more, if this makes sense, they're more well-rounded, and they're not so heavily pronounced. Now it's a little bit more subtle and it makes it very interesting um, to drink and to kind of pick out. The mouthfeel on it is about the same as when I made it. So the mouthfeel on it when I first made it was very creamy. It was very nice. Now it's about the same and I really, really am excited about that because that's kind of my favorite part of bourbon is how it kind of feels in your cheeks and on your tongue. And I'm really glad it kind of stayed that property. But like I said, the drinkability of it is really surprising because the first time I drank it, it wasn't too harsh. I thought it was going to be maybe with the Hook, which is 114 proof, the Weller, which is full proof, the Eagle Rare, which is over 90. So I thought maybe it would be a little too much, but now it's even more drinkable than when I first tried it. And by drinkable, there's not much burn. You don't really need water or ice, or at least I don't. And I think that's really interesting how it's kind of died down over the course of the month. I haven't tried it in about three weeks just because I was trying to give myself a little space before I tried it again. But it's tasted different every time I've tasted it. I've tasted a total of three times now since I've made it. And it's kind of fun to remember how it tasted at the beginning and how it tastes now. So I'm really impressed with it now. I think it's ready for something else to go into it. I kind of know where it's headed now as a bourbon kind of nerd slash enthusiast uh, myself. I kind of have a good range of where it's going. So I recommend if you are into spirits, like I said, it doesn't have to be just American whiskey. You can do gin. You can do vodka. Um, there's a lot of great flavored gins out there. There's a lot of great flavored vodkas out there. If you want to do something like that, if you're more into your clear spirits as, as more uh, than your brown spirits. But like I said, just kind of try to stay in the lane of the spirit that you're going with. And a lot of people say, oh, you can't do high-end and you can't do low-end bourbons together. Actually, I think that's false because I had a couple of really good high-end bourbons and I added in some Evan Williams Bottled and Bond. And really, um, I think that Evan Williams Bottled and Bond, it does come out to play a little bit in the tasting of it, but it adds a lot to it as well. So I was really interested to see how it tasted this next time and I was really quite pleasantly pleased. It's a lot of fun to do if you have a collection and it kind of gives your bourbon or whiskey or scotch a place to go. Once you get down to the last little bit, that's kind of the point. Once you get less to that last couple of 
12 ounces. Go ahead and pour it in your infinity bottle and you should be good to go. But I really think an infinity bottle is a great project for a bourbon enthusiast or a spirits enthusiast. I think it's really blown up the internet. I've seen Instagram, TikTok videos all over about people doing their infinity bottles. And now you can actually even buy infinity bottles as wedding presents on Amazon and Etsy. You can get their the bride and groom's names inscribed on it with the date they got married if you know they're into their spirits. And you can also um, do it before they get married with a bunch of your buddies, get it together and give it to them as a present. And then they have something to kind of remember everybody in the wedding party with as well as their their wedding party's favorite whiskeys. So that's a lot of fun. That might be a good wedding present for this next wedding season coming up next year. And also a good present for yourself too because you're basically making a brand new bourbon. Bourbon people do this. Bourbon distillers do this all the time with their blends. Actually, Barrel Whiskey has released their Infinity Project this this year. And I hear it's really tasty. I haven't tried it yet. But um, it's like I said, it's gotten so huge huge that now even whiskey distilleries are kind of doing their own version. So if you're looking for a fun thing to do over your long weekend and maybe you have a few bottles lying around with a couple of ounces left in it and you don't know what to do with it other than drink it, put it in an infinity bottle, kind of see where it goes. Like I said, mine was just a kind of these are really important to me bottles. These mean a lot to me bottles and I'm glad I did it. My next uh, project I want to do a scotch one. I really need to step up my scotch buying for that. I need a few more, I feel like. But as far as the American whiskey blend, it turned out a lot better than I thought. I will admit I was pretty kind of anxious about how it was going to turn out because you never know with those kind of things. It's like trying to make a recipe without the recipe. But it was a lot of fun and kind of the anxiousness and the anticipation and the getting ready to try it and being kind of nervous to try it is a lot of fun and kind of good emotions to go through when you're a whiskey uh, lover because for me that's kind of how I feel every time I get a new bottle. Is it going to be good? What's going to taste like you know let me smell it and it's kind of the steps I go through before I try a new whiskey so it's always a lot of fun to have that kind of nervous vibe to your uh, emotions when you're trying whiskey always keep an open mind though you never know and I'm really glad mine turned out I hope you guys will try an infinity bottle for yourself it's a lot of fun and send me your pictures if you happen to do so you can send them to my Facebook page, The Whiskey Consultant at Facebook.com. Send your whiskey-loving buddies over to listen every Wednesday. And if you still want to become a patron of The Whiskey Consultant, you can go ahead and send me a few bucks on my Donate Button page, and I will sign you up. And guys, I hope you have a great Labor Day weekend. I will not be recording a podcast for next week, but I hope everyone has a safe and really nice holiday weekend. So guys, that's going to be it for me today. And I hope you learned something today about the Infinity Bottle Project and that you're ready to go out and make your own. And guys, have a great week. Have a great holiday weekend. And as always, keep testing, keep trying, and keep exploring the world of whiskey. Cheers.